0: Welcome to My Autism Tribe, a community of advocates that are linked by autism, but bound by strength. This is a time to find our sounding board and shoulders that help us carry life's load without the fear of criticism. We give and receive, we nurture and empower. I'm your host, Susan Scott. Hey everyone. Today's episode will be a solo episode, so no guest. I wanted to take the time to touch on a subject that sparks a lot of frustration in the autism community and that is the question what does autism look like i often am told that my son doesn't look autistic and even though i know that most people aren't intending to be insensitive it still bothers me yes my son is the most beautiful thing that i've ever laid eyes on but his beauty is more than skin deep autism does not define him, and I've never let his autism diagnosis precede him. So how do you respond when someone says something like, your child doesn't look autistic? I use this question as an educational platform, um, as an opportunity to present information in a conversation. So I usually say, if you want to know what an autistic child looks like, look at your own child or grandchild, Look at the children who live next door to you and take a glimpse at every child you walk past on the street. These could very well be the faces of autism, and there's no visible indication that a child is affected by this neurological disorder. Autism is the king of all tricksters. And I know this to be true because there have been times when I took my son to the store or doctor's office and received looks of confusion or frustration in response to his sometimes odd behaviors. And unless I inform someone, no one has a clue that he's autistic. And then from time to time, I find myself getting upset about All of the glares from people who would never think autism is the culprit for these odd behaviors. And there have been occasions where I've had to get a little confrontational with those brave souls who dared to make a rude comment or stare just a little longer than necessary. But after all of the annoyance and sometimes rude exchanges, the autism still lingers So it seems to me the only thing left to do is educate rather than disassociate. And I believe this is where acceptance and inclusion can come into play. So what exactly is autism? Um, A lot of people I've crossed paths with have no clue as to what this disorder is and are even quick to misconstrue the meaning of autistic with artistic, So autism doesn't have anything to do with arts. Um, Our children, yes, are extremely talented, but artistic and autistic are two very different things. Um, Autism is an illness that affects the social and communication skills. Some autistic children have a hard time playing with others and making friends, and some are nonverbal. Many autistic children, Display behaviors that include repetitively pouring liquids from cup to cup, spinning around and not getting dizzy, not wanting to be touched or hugged, even lining up toys and just screaming for hours. And, of course, every autistic child is different, just like you and I are different. And there are varying levels of this disorder, and that's why it's called a spectrum some individuals on the low end of the spectrum are n- nonverbal and only able to show what they want by taking others to it or bringing someone a picture. And the fact that they can't communicate is the reason for most of those severe meltdowns. I mean, imagine for a moment being frustrated and not being able to express why. I mean, my heart breaks whenever I child when I see a child having a meltdown, because imagine you have a toothache, but you're not able to tell anyone that your stomach hurts, but you're not able to tell anyone. Think about how you'd feel if you really wanted affection, but just a simple stroke of your skin actually caused physical pain. That's just heartbreaking. These are just a few of the things autism individuals must face every single day. And because of this, I've made a promise to my son and others on the autism spectrum to put up a good fight, to be their voice if they don't yet have one, to not only be their advocate, but a part of every family's support system. Right now, there's no one expert that's been able to confirm what causes autism. But one thing is certain. Bad parenting is not the cause of this impairment. And unfortunately, we still have some who are very ready and willing to wave the idea around that a parent can actually inflict autism on their child. And this angers me so much. And there are a few people I know still who are quick to say that there's nothing wrong with autism individuals, that they only need to be disciplined. Although this accusation hurts deeper than I can ever begin to express. I now understand that it doesn't matter who the person is or even how well educated they may think they are on the subject of autism. No one can truly comprehend what it's like to raise an autistic child unless they are raising one themselves. And no one can truly, truly comprehend what it's like to be autistic unless you yourself are. When my son was diagnosed three years ago, I was hesitant to speak about his diagnosis. It wasn't that I was embarrassed, but on the few occasions when I did reveal his autism diagnosis, I was just inundated with sometimes hurtful questions like, oh, how many toothpicks can you count at one time, like in Rain Man, or what musical instrument does he play? Is he a gifted pianist? Or, oh, he's like Einstein. There were just so many questions, and I didn't have enough answers, or even the right answers. And then I realized by keeping silent on my son's diagnosis, I was in fact disassociating from our community that we were living in. And think about it. Progress has never been made in history, any kind of progress, without those voices that sparked tidal waves those voices that moved mountains. Autism is a part of my family's life and it forever will be, Um, and that's quite okay. A long time ago, I accepted that my family doesn't fit into that ordinary quote-unquote mold. We do what we can to get over every challenge that autism presents to us and we find the beauty amidst the chaos. I have literally laughed in the face of autism when my son started reading at an early age, when he was able to get a haircut without screaming, to play in the sandbox without hesitation. We have shown and proved that autism will not come in between our dreams of normalcy and happiness. This is our normal, and this is our happiness. So still, there will... I believe forever be a battle to win with those who feel a disability is only a disability when it screams out at you from a wheelchair. There will always be one individual who thinks a good whipping is the only cure needed for an autistic child, and I cringe. And sadly, for the millions of parents who know better, We can only continue to do what we do best, and that's to love and support our kiddos. Nobody else will do it better. We are the keepers of disappointment when we find that medical insurance doesn't cover expensive but much-needed therapy. We're the proactive and often angry parents Questioning why sensory integration and assistive technology aren't incorporated into our children's individual education plans or IEPs. And some of those children are the ones in the grocery store shrieking at the top of their lungs or darting off nonstop at a moment's notice. So just please and ask your friends and your family please don't be quick to judge the parents looks can be really deceiving and take into account that it may not just be bad behavior it may be autism but in every situation we must also remind others that there are behavioral strengths of children with autism and adults with autism and those strengths can be expanded just like neurotypical people Those with autism have a wide range of talents. You know, one child with autism may be able to play a song on the piano without sheet music, but will completely avoid interaction with peers. So maybe at school, the child's piano playing skills can be incorporated into the classroom to help increase communication with peers. So, for example, a teacher can make a game of Name That Tune, and encourage turn taking at the piano and have the child teach peers about the piano. Teachers could also make use of all of the child's vast knowledge um, that they may have on a particular topic. For example, if a student is fixated on train routes, a teacher could have that student develop a presentation with peers regarding specific routes. Or they may draw a wall-sized map of the routes and incorporate in lesson plans and talk about transportation and different communities the train can travel to or the history of trains. Any of these activities could be beneficial not only to the student with autism, but his or her peers as well. Autism is what makes it difficult sometimes for my son to communicate with others, But this doesn't mean that I can't work with others to teach them how to communicate with him. Autism makes him sometimes unaware of social norms. And sometimes I believe that's a good thing. Makes him, um, has him like difficult to form relationships with peers. You know, autism is trading in soccer practice or piano lessons for speech therapy, occupational therapy and ABA therapy. But you know what? Autism also looks like the pure joy on his face when he's swimming or he's snuggling with me and the cute little confident smile he gets when he's brave enough to try something new. Autism in our family teaches us to celebrate and appreciate every single thing. And that's such a gift. Autism is a diagnosis and nothing more. As you Probably have heard it doesn't come with a manual, but parents that never give up, and that's so true. Just like I'm instilling bravery and strength in my son, he's teaching me to be brave, strong, and courageous too. He's even taught me that even when I'm tired and feel like giving up, I can keep going. And my son has also taught me there are other ways of communication than simply just speaking. I knew my life had a purpose before my son. But now I truly know what I've been put here to do. I am an autism parent and I will never ever give up, no matter what it takes. So sorry for the short episode, but I just really wanted to take the time to speak on something on my heart and maybe connect with you guys. Just thanks so much for being a part of my autism tribe, for staying strong and brave for your loved ones and your community, and for helping me teach others about the beautiful differences of autism. So the next time someone asks you what autism looks like, I encourage you to take the opportunity to educate, because together we are one voice made stronger. So keep up the great work, and I'll see you next week.